Hola, mis amores. Welcome to today's episode. I am super stoked to be sharing this space with you and having today's conversation. As you can tell, a lot of things have changed. There's definitely been an update and an upgrade in my personal life and, of course, in my business. And I'm super excited to show you the new version of me as well as get to know you and the new season that you are in in your life. So I feel like this merits a reintroduction. But before I do that, um, I want to actually introduce what today's conversation is going to be about. Today, we're talking about an end of year intention setting to kick off the new year on the right foot. So what do I mean by this? Oftentimes when we start off the new year and we're super excited, we have new goals, new things that we want to achieve. Oftentimes we focus strictly on goal planning and goal setting for the new year without doing a last year's wrap up. So I have found in my practice that that's extremely valuable for many reasons. Um, the main reason being that you are taking the energy of this current moment into your future self. So rather than trying to create goals from like nowhere, I found it a lot more effective to use the momentum of this year. Even if you're not happy with the things that happened this year, I feel like it's still important to acknowledge, accept, and recognize all of the things that took place in our life um, as well as acknowledge the positive things that might have happened in our lives and express some gratitude for that and use this year's energy, this year's momentum. Even if you have to change the energy, using the momentum can still be beneficial when you're setting new goals for the upcoming year. So I'm going to do two different segments. I'm going to do one segment on goal setting. And today's conversation is going to be specifically on the end of year wrap up. And I'm going to provide you with some journaling prompts that you can do. Um, they're actually things that I do. I'm also going to share some examples of some things that I'm going to be personally working on so that we can all do this together. And I'm also writing a blog. It's in the journal section of creatingvida.com, where I'm going to be detailing the journaling, the journaling prompts that I'm sharing in today's conversation. So before diving into the actual conversation, I would like to reintroduce myself because I feel like I've been on a little hiatus, just focusing on so many different things. Um, and yeah, a lot of things have changed. So for those of you who don't already know me, my name's Andy. Most of you know that I've been a coach for a few years now in the online space, and my focus has been brand design. So anything that has to do with content creation, with branding, with creating branding guidelines, all that good stuff, with setting up an e-commerce, a website, um, a branding palette, all of those things are have been my area of expertise. Now, in the past few years, I felt a very, very big calling to support women in their transformational process. In recent years, I've gone through a series of events which, which have led me to embark on my own healing journey. And in that journey, I've acquired a lot of tools that have really helped me with my mental health. And I feel a big calling to share that with you. Now, in all honesty, I felt this calling for a very long time, but I've been 
shitting my pants, quite frankly. Like I've just been too scared to put myself out there as a leader in this space because I felt that even though I had all these tools and all this knowledge and all these things that have actually worked for me, I was still afraid and I felt a little bit of imposter syndrome. Um, but now I've come to realize that in my own personal life offline, so many women come to me to have these type of conversations. So I've already been doing this type of coaching for quite some time now. So there's no reason for me to feel like I shouldn't share this with the world and just keep this to myself, right? And so this podcast and this new season in the brand is really me stepping out of my own comfort zone and doing something for the higher good, something that's just greater than myself. And, um, being even more vulnerable than I've been in the past and sharing some of my stories with you so that you can resonate so that you can feel like you're not alone in this process, but so that you also understand why some things work for some people and maybe some other things simply do not. So in this channel, we're going to be discussing a lot of different healing modalities and little hacks that I've picked up along the way that you can incorporate into your daily life to start feeling and really embodying those changes that you'd like to see. Because sometimes when we set goals, we just, we don't do genuine intention setting. And sometimes we just set goals just because we want this like shiny object that we have in front of us, but we're not really healing and transforming from the root. We're only doing it from a surface level. And so the things that I'd like to share with you target all of the above, you know, you target from the root, but also target those surface level things, because I feel like it healing is everything. Healing encompasses all of the above. So it's up to you in your own discernment to explore and choose the tools that suit your journey the best. No one can tell you otherwise. I'm just here to be a support, to be a guide if you allow me to be one. And um, just to embark on this journey with you because my own healing process is something that is continuous and that will continue happening. And that is my commitment to myself, but also my commitment to you. That as I share this knowledge, it's really things that um, I have experienced myself. And I also recognize that I myself and I'm consistently growing, consistently changing, and consistently learning. So with that learner's mindset, um, I would like to share some of these things with you. So in the upcoming episodes, you're going to receive meditations. We're going to do EFT. I'm going to give you some journaling prompts on the website. So many good things. It's going to be really awesome. I'm really excited. We're going to talk about ancestral healing. We're going to talk about energy healing, the feminine and masculine all of the things. We're going to talk about full moon rituals, which I personally love to perform. And so it's going to be a lot of fun. I encourage you to subscribe and follow wherever it is that you're consuming this content and definitely tag along for the ride because um, it fills my cup to see other people embarking on their own authentic journey. That's what turns me on in this life. I love it. And if I can have one little seed of a positive impact in someone else's life in that way, it really, really fills my heart with so much joy. <laughs> so uh, I'm excited that you're on this journey with me. And I'm excited that we get to support each other mutually. 
And yeah, that's it. Welcome to Creating Vida. <laughs> All right, so let's dive into today's conversation. We're talking about end of year wrap-ups, right? So there's a few things that I like to do at the end of the year before I start setting goals for the upcoming season of my life. So I'm going to share with you, like I said, some of these prompts verbally, but they're also going to be available in the blog if you'd like to just check it out and um, read it over there. That's creatingvida.com. Now let's just get into it. So there are five main things that I like to do before mapping out my goals for the new year. The first one is creating a gratitude list of all the blessings that took place this year. I know this one can be tricky for some people because I know not all of us had a fantastic year. Maybe you went through some health issues or maybe you suffered a loss in your family. In my own personal experience, um, I lost my best friend less than a year ago. At the end, at the end of last year, she actually passed away on Christmas Day. So it was at the very tail end of the year. And so kicking off the new year, I just already felt so beaten. <laughs> I had zero momentum, zero energy that I felt like I could really transfer into the new year. But honestly, all of these symptoms were things that I was telling myself. You definitely do have momentum and you can still bring in positive light, even in moments of massive grief. So I found myself kicking off the year with a lot of grief and a lot of pain, a lot of confusion, just the opposite of what you want when you're starting to set your goals, right? But somehow I decided to build my resilience and pull through it because I knew that my friend um, would really want that for me. And instead of focusing on the ugly things that happened, I really carried her love and the love that I had for her. And I decided to make something positive out of something very negative and um, focus on the love that we had for each other rather than the fact that she wasn't physically there with me anymore. And so this year, the things that I am grateful for are the people that are very much alive and well in my family. And by alive and well, I mean physically in this world, because I definitely believe that we continue to live in the spiritual realm, even though our bodies might not be part of our reality, quote unquote. I fully believe that the spirits of the people that we love continue to support us in our entire lifetime. And I feel like those bonds um, are very prevalent, even though you might not visually see that person in front of you. So having said that, it made me appreciate the people that were still in this physical space even more. My grandparents, my parents, they were all going through some very serious health issues. And so I was full of fear of losing them, but I turned that fear into pure gratitude. And I, I've just been spending a lot of quality time with my family. So the thing that I'm grateful for this year is finally going to Niagara Falls with my grandparents, which was a huge bucket list item. And we didn't think it was going to happen because my grandfather has Alzheimer's. So it was definitely a challenge. And I'm so grateful that we put all of our efforts together in order to make it happen. I'm also super grateful for finally traveling to Europe for the first time in my life. 
I am 31 years old. And back then I was 30 and I had never gone to Europe. It was a huge goal that I really wanted to do before my 30s. But of course, the pandemic happened. And so everything changed. <laughs> and I ended up going to Europe for the first time when I turned 30, which in the beginning, I thought that I was failing. I was like, oh, no, I didn't meet my my goal of like doing this before I turned 30. But honestly, the whole concept of ageism is something that I'm really deconstructing. And I realized, why the hell would I even think that way? It's such a blessing to do this amazing Euro trip. And honestly, it was just a dream come true. So I'm super grateful for that. And in root of that, I ended up developing a really beautiful friendship with the girl who did the Euro trip with me. So that's also something I'm super grateful for. Um, this new, fresh, blossoming friendship um, that formed this last year. So those are a couple of things on my gratitude list. Next up, using that same momentum from the gratitude, write down your honest desires. So by honest desires, I mean, I'm not talking about goals. I'm talking about what is a fantasy that you would love to fulfill? Even if it seems super far-fetched, even if it seems totally impossible, what is something radical that you know deep down inside that your heart truly desires? And this isn't an ego-driven desire. This is something led by the soul. So be very honest with yourself, even if it's scary to write it down because it might seem impossible, just write it down anyway. My honest desires are to live a nomadic lifestyle for at least six months of my life. Um, and my honest desire is to have a home in both New York City and Puerto Rico. This is a desire that seems so big, and yet it's so possible because I've met so many people that have been able to do that to either be by coastal or have multiple properties and have multiple homes. And um, it's something that I'm really working through because it seems like such a big mountain to climb, right? Because just getting a home in New York City alone is such a mission. <laughs> Um, that getting a home in both places just sounds a little overwhelming, but I know deep down that that is one of my biggest desires along with motherhood, along with a bunch of other things. But this is the example that I'm giving thus far. Whenever you have a desire, you have to kind of dig deeper to look at the actual root of like, okay, black and white. If we cut everything else out, what is like that stripped back desire if I could just make it like really point blank. So my straight back desire is to have a career that provides the financial stability and the location independence to travel anywhere, anytime. That's what I want. Okay. So my desire is to have a career that allows me to be in both New York and Puerto Rico. And that also allows me to live anywhere else in the world if I so choose to. And now once we pinpoint our true desire, we have to obviously define our why. I know we've all heard this before, and I know that we're kind of tired of hearing this, but understanding your why is going to be the biggest component because that is the fuel for the action that you will have to take in order to manifest this into your life. So why is this important to me? Why is this desire so important? 
in my case, it's important because it will allow me to be close to family in Puerto Rico and spend time in mi tierra, in la isla del encanto, spend time in the land that gave life to me and to my ancestors, diving even deeper into my roots while simultaneously continuing my own spiritual evolution by connecting with other cultures and different modalities across the globe. That's a big why. And I've made sure to make it big because it matters a lot. The fourth step you have to take is figuring out what are the great leaps that can be accomplished in this new year to get me closer to that heartfelt desire. In my case, the great leap that I would have to take in order to build that business that is both financially stable and location independence, independent, I don't just want to make money online. I want to make money online without having to physically be there. And I know some people are questioning like, oh, I thought that's what it meant. No, you can have a lot of online businesses that require you to work at a warehouse and um, ship your products. So that's not the type of business that I'm currently trying to build. My desire is to build a business that is both virtual and also location independent. So what great leaps can I take in this new year in order to get closer to those heartfelt desires? Well, I'm going to be stepping into a new era in my coaching business. Like I mentioned before, my coaching has predominantly focused on professional development and the growth of an online business. And I, although I still offer brand growth support and will continue to offer brand coaching, I've felt a very big calling for a very long time to teach women in both English and Spanish how to heal personal and generational trauma, how to unapologetically take up space and embody their authentic truth, and how to empower themselves and consequently the world. Therefore, a great leap this year is to create a fresh new platform, Creating Vida, <laughs> that focuses on healing, creative transcendence, and spiritual growth. I'll provide tools and resources to support people's expansion as they step into their highest and fullest expression. And the fifth step is asking yourself, what would a blissful year look like for me? So writing everything down in present tense and basically narrating and writing a new story of the things that are to take place and writing them in present tense. This is extremely powerful because what you're doing here is using the power, the power of visualization along with affirmations and writing your new story in present tense. This is what's really going to rewire your brain into expanding its current state of consciousness and allowing new possibilities to pour in. So don't be afraid. Make sure to be very descriptive with your feelings and make sure to write everything down in present tense. What would a blissful year look like for me? Take into consideration the desires that we discussed and take into consideration all the things that you've been grateful for this year that maybe you hadn't really accounted for. By doing that gratitude practice in the beginning, you start to remember the things that took place in the year that you might have just kind of put in the back end and maybe forgotten about. So it's really important to do that exercise first and then close with this one. And there you have it. Those are five really simple steps that you can use. These are five journaling prompts in order to kick off the year on the right foot. 
Now, in the upcoming episodes, like I said, I will be sharing ways to map out your goals. And right now, if you visit creatingvida.com, you're able to download the daily planner. So there's a daily planner that I created for you guys. It's free. Just go to creatingvida.com and download it. You can set your daily intentions. Um, you have some evening prompts. You have a couple ma- um, a couple of affirmations on there. So make sure to go to creatingvida.com to download it. And that is it for today, everyone. Thank you for joining today's conversation. Make sure to follow and share this podcast with anyone you think it might be helpful to. And I will see everybody back in the next one. Adios.